0: And hello movie lovers and welcome to the show So tonight Charlie and I have a little bit of movie news that we're going to discuss We got a little bit of chrome news that's coming out with Bells Garsgård Is that April Fool's or is it not April Fool's? That is the question But we're going to report it anyways as if it's uh, rumored And if it happens to be uh, true, then hey, we actually got something right Um, Then of course we are also going to talk about Will Smith the uh, him resigning from the Academy and what does it actually mean because there are some people that over here that doesn't know what that means to be resigning from the Academy so we want to just try to break it down a little bit as to what that actually means and then of course we also have some Ezra Miller news that broke and everything too over the debacle over Will Smith and then of course after that we also have Bruce Willis retiring and also too we also have Jim Carrey retiring. So what is going on here? So with further ado, let's go on ahead and get on with the show. So the first thing I want to talk about is Will Smith, about him resigning from the Academy. And I know that you have the for, the story drawn up already.
1: Yeah, I do. So essentially on Friday afternoon, if anybody that doesn't know what's going on, like if they haven't like followed like that, or if you haven't like don't have internet or anything, Will Smith slapped Chris uh, Chris Rock after a really – insensitive joke i would say on uh, at the oscars and the slap is the one that kind of overtook the whole show and you figured oh yeah it's done it's just a one-time thing like no the academy went all week wishy-washy saying one thing and coming back at another and then saying that was wrong and what this happens is it's it's like charlie's day conspiracy theory board so much stuff going on in that so so Will Smith decided he decided to he, so he after his apology statement he came out today and he's um and he said he resigned he plans to forge ahead and conduct a formal uh, well never mind um to resign from the academy in a sense like um you may go ahead and read uh what essentially yeah. that means or okay so essentially the some of the questions people have asked but the academy still plans to forge ahead and conduct a formal investigation i and disciplinary process I don't know why. You screwed up. It's on you. Whatever. Anyway, so here's what it means. Yes, he can still keep his best actor Oscar for King Richard. Yes, he can still get invited to future Academy Awards ceremonies. Yes, he can still be nominated for future consideration. The only thing he's not allowed to do is if he's no longer a voting member of the Academy. So essentially, they, he came in, in a response to the disciplinary notice from the Academy and he fully accepted all the consequences for his conduct. And he says, my actions at the 94th Academy Awards presentation were shocking, painful, and inexcusable. The list of those I have heard include like is long and includes Chris, his family, many of the dear friends and loved ones, all those in attendance and global audiences at home. He also acknowledged that his actions took away from the other nominees and winners of the night He goes, I am heartbroken. I went, I want to put the focus back on those who deserve attention for their achievements, and allow the academy to get back to the incredible work it does to support creativity, artistry, and film. And then now the sacks, the Screen Actors like the Screen Actors Guild awards are thinking about maybe doing disciplinary actions on Will Smith. All right, can we just end this already? <laughs> Seriously, this is not news. Like it's well, like it is. but... I don't well, know. Well, here's the thing.
0: To, OK, well, in a sense, it is kind of a big deal, though, in a sense, because you have an Academy Award winning actor who's been nominated several other times for Lee, and among other things, though, too. But essentially what it actually means for Will Smith is he doesn't get to be a part of the members of voting for other Academy Awards, but he gets to keep everything else. So in a sense, I understand him keeping the award. I think that was actually it makes sense for him to keep it. Because of the fact it's based off of his performance, not based off of him acting like a douchebag mm-hmm. uh, or anything like that at the academy either. So that's also another thing that we have to take in consideration, though too. But do I think that they should have done a little bit more of a disciplinary action on him? I think that they could have restricted him from being nominated and at least a year away from the academy, just as a just to actually you know, take heat away from the Academy a little bit to where maybe this won't happen again with somebody else. But that's just my opinion on it. I think that would be the best way to go about it. But him being able to be nominated and uh, among other things, I, I I think that's just putting it lightly and stuff like that, in my opinion. But here's the thing, though. His career is pretty much shot, if you think about it. Because now you you're an Academy Award winner. You ended up ruining your career on live television by slapping Chris Rock. Yes, the joke was out of line. Yes, I get the fact of what happened but, and stuff like that. And yeah, and yeah, I even said this. There's always going to have to be consequences between a, every action. And it's up to the Academy on what action that they want to take. And I'm thinking that Will might actually take some time off from acting a little bit after this happens. Especially with him resigning from from anything of course he also has another movie in the works right now i believe or he has a movie coming out but still i think that after that he would actually take some time off from acting and focus on other things until maybe a year or two later or something like that and start something maybe more independent but that's just my take on it though
1: i don't know i i think every like there's a lot of people to blame for it wills yes but then the academy for not approving the joke. That rocks that, and the academy coming out and saying, "Oh, like coming out with these wishy-washy like situations, saying one thing, and then coming back out like an hour later, oh no, we actually tried doing this, and then counteracting that." Again, this this whole Oscars was just set up. Was this the? Like, was this the powder keg? Because of all like of them limiting the the this the how the whole show was run, I think it was flawed. It was going to be flawed from the get go. They're just looking for an excuse. I don't know, like an excuse to say, "Hey, we can still do these." And like I think, the show's quality has, I, for me personally, has gone down in the last. Like, and this show, it 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 did. I don't I don't know. I mean, I think by saying, and then you're talking about like we need to sh- spread all love to creativity, and technically, you didn't do that. You cut out no. main awards from the show. And then expect people to like it. And I mean, like the most on Twitter, I saw everybody was saying, wow, this is trash. Like on Twitter, I mean, it was trending in the wrong direction. And everybody was more excited because of the slap. Again, I I blame Will on that one. I know blame Rock. But then again, this is not the first time Chris Rock has said a joke, an insensitive joke on 2016. Against the Smith family, and I think he said it in 2016, and people were saying will Smith needs to slap him. I mean, that's what they're saying on like that back in 2016. I don't know I I'm just tired of it to be honest. I think there's more pressing things that need to be, you know discussed that's- and not not we're a week we're just we're a week away we're still and we're still talking about this when some when there are more really scary situation just happened. With Urza Miller, and this one is like this easily like pushes the Will Smith thing. I'm like, like make, it sh- people should be forgetting about that, and we should talk about the DC's universes. Flash had this is his second incident that he's had in like a couple years because I think the first one he like he he got on somebody for for singing the Sean Shallow at a, ca- a karaoke thing, so he jumped and lunged at him, and he paid like a 500 dollars fine. But this one. This is scary stuff with Erza. So if anybody doesn't know, Erza Miller was hit with a temporary restraining order at, after an arrest at a Hawaii bar. So allegedly, Erza threatened a couple and stole a passport and wallet from their bedroom, according to the filing. Um, he was accused of harassing. Um, he burst into the bedroom of the couple and told the man in the room some not-so-pleasant things. And so it was a lot of harassment, and then again, that's essentially what it is. He this is in Hawaii, and WB needs to cut him. Like uh, right, up.
0: here's the thing, you know. When you first showed me this, I was thinking, okay, maybe WB is cutting him from the Flash, which I think that he, they should do. Because yeah, the five hundred dollar fine, yeah, that was a slap on the wrist. He was able to pay that, and that was no problem. Then after that, there was no problems out of him up until now. This is like. This is like arson. This is like kidnapping. Putting somebody at gunpoint, for example. And also causing your time and energy being wasted on an actor that doesn't even care about the repercussions of what what this what he's doing to the studio. Nor is he... He's also wasting the time and efforts of Andy Muschietti, who's the director and writer for the Flash uh, Flashpoint movie. And I feel like You know, you can get another actor to replace Ezra Miller to be able to do a better job than what Ezra Miller does. Don't get me wrong. I liked Ezra Miller and the perks of being a wallflower and stuff. But underneath the acting, underneath everything, I feel like that they need to remove him and everything. There's something clinically wrong with him. He's really unbalanced and unpredictable to the point where I said he needs psychiatric help for his mental health or or whatever that's going on with him. Because, you know... Like I said, you're wasting the studio's time, and you're also wasting the director's time. And this, with the way this is going and everything, this film's not even going to be out until 2025. Yeah, and it, that that makes me sad about how much time and effort that they actually wasted on Ezra Miller at this point.
1: I wonder if him, like his character Credence, like that he's portrayed in the Fantastic Beast, because he's gone to a very dark Credence went to a dark place in those movies. I wonder if that has something to do with it. I mean, like it makes you get like that again. I don't know. Like the funny thing is the first time I ever saw Erza Miller, I didn't pick up on it. Was that maybe train wreck with Amy Schumer? Oh yeah. He was the, uh, he was the guy 14-year-old. that she picks up. He was the one that she picks up and he, I, she goes, I want you to hit me in the face and she slaps the crap out of him. Oh my God. You're 14. <laughs> I, I like, remember oh. that
0: one.
1: Yep. That's how I, that's how I first saw him. I was like, Oh, okay. And, i don't know and i know that movie's coming out in a couple of months and actually in 14 days that movie's coming out in two weeks uh the, the third fantastic beast movie and he's in that again i don't know i think warner brothers a
0: really bad situation i mean you wind up getting rid of johnny depp over something that may or may not be true when you have concrete evidence on what ezra miller did mm-hmm and who has anger problems, and you slap him with a $500 fine, now this happens? To me, I think he should just get the same treatment as uh, Johnny Depp does, to be honest with you. Yeah. make it fair. But, you know, my first introduction was the person being a wallflower. I liked his character. I thought Ezra Miller's a great actor. But then all of a sudden you see him doing this ballback stuff, and it's ten times worse than Shia LaBeouf ever did, yeah. to be honest with you. But, yeah, it's just one of those things that I feel like WB just needs to go on ahead, cut the cord, and be
1: done with them. Yeah, I mean, at least there's other some more other Warner Brother movies coming out. Like, I know, like, Shazam got bumped up six months early. Um, unfortunately, it's going up against the juggernaut that is Avatar 2, so we'll see how that one does. I definitely want to see both, um, and I was really excited when Shazam 2 got bumped up. Like, wait, what? Yeah. Oh my, Yeah, because I, I love Shazam 1. I mean, there's some movies I'm excited for Warner Brothers. I'm, others I'm not so keen on. Like I'm, I'm really pumped for the new Aquaman movie. I think that looks, that's gonna be good. Um, and I love like, and I was looking forward to the Flash, especially after seeing the ending of the Peacemaker season. <laughs> See when they showed up and seeing that scene, I just cracked up. I could, I cried laughing. Apparently, James Gunn filmed 16 minutes of that of the interaction between the Flash. And Aquaman, all on that joke. Oh and wow! It, I would like yeah. to see
0: deleted scenes for that. To be honest, I with would.
1: you. I, uh, give us the DVD of Peacemaker. Like, if you have not seen Peacemaker, watch it easily. I highly, it's it's so good. It makes, it's great. I, I cried laughing, and and it's funny for Peacemaker again. Since it's DC, the uh, the TikTok video. I think some bridal party was entering the the wedding, and they entered with the song. Do you really want to taste it? The, the the theme song from Peacemaker, and they start doing the opening dance from the opening sequence of Peacemaker. A, a bridal couple start come entrance. Video music was was that song for Peacemaker? And I thought, yeah, there's so it's that show is so over right now. It's 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 so good. Um, but yeah, if, you, if you're interested in what we're talking about, watch watch Peacemaker. Um, man, the bad news just keeps on rolling, man. Like again, we got well, the... Well, let's go on ahead.
0: Cover? I, I want to cover the Crow reboot. Okay. Because at least do something a little bit positive on a positive okay. note.
1: Sure. Because
0: <laughs> it's like ever since Will Will Smith slapped the Rock, I mean, slapped uh, Chris Rock, it's like he pretty much Thanos Hollywood into retirement. So,
1: well, we I'm just saying. We did get the Top Gun, the new Top Gun trailer and the release date of May 27th, which that blew me by surprise because I thought it was actually November of this year. It's coming out. Right. Am I going to watch it probably on DVD? I wasn't a huge fan of Top Gun. But the fact that it announces May 27th as the new Top Gun, yeah. um, I mean, that, that that's some positive because that that maybe keeps getting delayed fa- more than Morbius. <laughs>
0: But, okay, so yeah. I know you have the report for The, the Crow. Oh yes. Yeah.
1: Okay, so um, this is from the JoeBlow.com. Essentially, here we go again. <laughs> That's what I wanted to say. Here we go again. Um, the Hollywood Reporter has reported that The Crow reboot is back in action with Bill Scar. Scar is set to star as Eric Draven. Um, Rupert San- uh, Sanders, best known for Snow Way and the Huntsman and Ghost in the Shell, will direct the remake. Um Oh, yeah, now I know this director. This is the one that had the incident with Kristen Stewart on Snowy and the Husband. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shared universe. <laughs> well, um,
0: but anyways... Sorry. No. But anyways, um, as everybody knows, Jason Momoa was supposed to be attached to be a part of the Crow reboot. He ended up leaving. The studio ended up going bankrupt. You ended up having basically... Basically, this went into the vault and never been spoken of again. Matter of fact, it was actually supposed to have the Boardwalk Empire actor in this movie, too. The one that had the missing eye. Oh,
1: yeah. I forgot
0: his—I forgot the actor's name. But he was supposed to be attached to play Eric Draven. Then after that, he got replaced by Jason Momoa. Right.
1: Bradley and that's Cooper
0: was. Yeah. Bradley Cooper was. But what made me fascinated about the reboot was Jason Momoa playing Eric Draven. I'm like, okay, so now I'm sold. Not to mention... I'm also a fan of The Crow. And I've also got The Crow graphic novel. But the graphic novel is completely different than what the movie actually is. But, basically, if you guys are not familiar with The Crow or anything like that, you know, after a year of Eric Draven being killed, he winds up coming back from the dead to basically put vengeance on people that killed him and his girlfriend on Halloween. But, Another thing, though, too, is this book was actually written by James Obar. James Obar had a wife that winded up getting killed by a drunk driver. And so anyways, um, so anyways, this is another thing I wanted to talk about was James Obar's wife winds up getting killed by a drunk driver. So he winds up riding the crow as a coping mechanism to actually help him get over the loss of his wife. Then, of course, Brandon Lee winds up playing the iconic role of Eric Draven. But I love The Crow. The very first Crow movie is always going to be my favorite movie of all time. Of course, right next to Jaws and a couple of other films that I actually have, of course, The Godfather. But, you know, whenever I look at Bill Skarsgård, I think that he would actually play a good Eric Draven because of the fact that you have that innocence about him to where you can care about him. And he has that role of maybe playing somebody that has not only that innocence but that rock and roll kind of vibe to him to the point where he might actually be a sensitive type and things like that especially whenever it comes to writing music and things like that I would like to I would actually pay to see this reboot to be honest with you that's if this movie gets off the ground because who knows this thing is like a, a spinning wheel of people coming and going as you uh, in and out of this project all the time
1: I don't know I think this is the crow for me is one of the movies that just need to just like leave it alone. Like this movie's cursed. Like and, it and is. This, it really is
0: cursed if you think about it.
1: This is like the the sports version of the Madden curse, except people are dropping out, not getting hurt. I thought Brandon Lee did a fan, fantastic job, and it's just so he he, he just had such a, a, a he had this like he had that charisma. And I think it's very hard to replicate. I mean, I Bill Skarsgård might do a good job, but I don't know. I think I'm at this point. I'm with the uh what the what the title of the Joe Bo article. Here we go again. It's like right. It's like, and here's the thing it's, it's never gonna get made. I don't I personally don't think it's going to. I I I mean, would I wish it? Yeah, if it's done right. And this one, I found out who the director of this one is, I don't know. Like I think he's probably gonna be dropping out soon. I don't know. Again, I I'm on I'm on the, the 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 fence on this one i'm honestly like can we just leave this movie alone like there's there's very few movies that i want hollywood to not touch this is one of them like you don't need to reboot it just have people watch the original and maybe appreciate brandon Lee more. maybe like to see some of his other stuff that he's done because man he's he's charismatic he's that and I think the other problem, too, that this movie might have is the soundtrack was so good.
0: Oh, man. The soundtrack was awesome, dude. I mean, this is the soundtrack that got me into uh, Nine Inch Nails. This is also the soundtrack that got me into Soundgarden, Grunge Era. This, yeah. I, was at, I was 10 years old when I saw this film for the first mm-hmm. time in theaters. This movie has a lot of emotion for me, a lot of attachment for me, personally, Mm-hmm. And you know, there is a part of me that says, you know what, I'm excited to see Bell Sarsgard as Eric Draven, but on the other hand, it's like, like you said, here we go again. Is this
1: mm-hmm. is this
0: actually gonna happen? Is this like let's say for instance that this is actually legit and this is actually gonna get greenlit. I'm gonna be excited once it actually breaks ground. I, I felt this way whenever Gambit remember when uh Shade and Tandem was supposed to be Gambit yeah. and it kept on getting delayed and delayed, and the matter of fact, they actually had to get rid of the set pieces. I'm, and, but even with another example I want to bring up Is Uncharted Uncharted is actually a better example than that uh, Where basically they said Oh it's going to come out at this time and that time And it kept on getting delayed and delayed and delayed I'm like I'll believe it when I, whenever I hear them say We broke ground And now we're set and ready to go That'll be the only time that I actually will believe them At that point Right now It's, it's a fugazi It's fake to me Because of the fact that it's not gonna, I don't think it's gonna happen. That's just my thoughts on it. But I'd like to see uh, Bill Skarsgård play him. yeah, I think he will do a fantastic job. But I love Brandon Lee, no one can top Brandon Lee when you look at Eric Draven. Yes, it's not an Academy Award performance at all, but still, it, he did a fantastic job. Like you said, Charlie, he's charismatic. You make him care about the character, he has characterization of a character, he knows who he is, he knows the identity of that character. Uh, you have Stone Temple Pilots on this uh, soundtrack. It's just an iconic soundtrack when you look at it. Now if they did it, it wouldn't even I don't even know who you would put on that soundtrack, to be honest with you if you want that gothic kind of feel to it.
1: Maybe Evanescence? Maybe. But then that's about it. And honestly, like, I think the, the big concern here would be they're going to mess up the soundtrack and it's going to make people hate this movie. Not soundtrack- unless... I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, man. Not unless unless I get Trent Renser
0: to do the soundtrack for the scoring. That would be the only thing that would actually save the soundtrack a little bit. Where he just does the scoring and doesn't do the rock music and stuff like that. Although, the rock music is the big part of who Eric Raven is because he's a rock star.
1: Yeah, But, I'll let you continue on, though. that's, That's the problem. And I think there's not many rock stars out there now compared to there was in the 90s. Like, sure you can get the cure back i don't know if they, they're doing anything but again i think that's the whole point of what that that's why you just need to leave this movie alone because you're gonna find music and then you're gonna maybe you're gonna ruin music that was really good back back in the 90s as the quote deadpool i'm gonna like i'm gonna do to you what lymphistic did to music in the early 90s or whatever or some like whatever what whatever like it, it, it's it's gonna he's it's it's just got bad news because that's because that's that's the whole point of the, the crow is the soundtrack was good now there's not much like there's not much that that I and mean, then because people are going to complain no. about the music it's just it's just the, the that and i just even I if just, you
0: have rock alternative music it's not the same kind of rock alternative music that i grew up on and stuff like that is not here's the thing that was an era of goth yeah and everything now they call it emo and everything else, and it's not the same flavor as it. Even when you look at perfect example, Three Days Grace, for example, they changed out Adam Grotier for uh, another ro- uh, for another rock star mm-hmm. uh, person uh, from My Darkest Days, the lead singer from that. And to me, he's not believable. He's not angry. He's not. He doesn't have any range or emotion. He's like a whiny little bitch.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you know. That's just my thoughts on it you know because I feel like that in order for you to be a rock star you have to have some type of range or emotion when you're singing. when you're doing a soundtrack you're supposed to have some type of range or emotion Nowadays nobody really has that range or emotion unless you count shine down or somewhere around that area and everything and I just don't I don't feel the passion like I used to feel like when rock stars would actually sing mm-hmm. and stuff other than maybe you count corn or something like that. But still the, the thing is very slim in my opinion.
1: Yeah. Um, I just don't want them like for the crow to ruin the crow in a sense and make it more of a horror movie. Cause there's horror aspects in it, but it was more of an action comic book movie. And then I figured, I don't know. Again, this is just, this, this is this a, a road we've been down before. I really don't want this to happen. honestly, I hope this is an April Fool's joke because it's we're still technically on April 1st, so I don't know if right. that's going to be true or not. I'm really hoping it's April Fool's joke because I think this is one that I'm like, just, 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 let, uh, just let um and, and the late Brandon Lee, let's just, let us, let, just leave him in peace. Stop trying to ruin this movie. Like, this movie's not happening. That For anybody wondering, is Uncharted a real movie? Yeah, it is. Uncharted's a real movie. I've seen it. It's awesome. But but that was, that was when I was happy. That one took forever, and I was worried. I was like, is it going to happen? Is it going to happen? Is it going to happen? Yeah, it happened, and, it, and it's great. Um, but this one, I don't think this is going to happen.
0: I don't think so I, either. I and I'm thinking to myself, why would a studio waste their time and efforts on a movie that is a... Uh, don't get me wrong. Studios waste their time and efforts on reboots all the time. But why would they want to go ahead and waste their time and efforts on something that has been a spindle of directors leaving... Over creative differences. Actors leaving over creative differences. A studio that got bankrupt. Now another studio has that property now. Why would they waste their time. Trying to do something with this. So part of me is thinking. This might be an April Fool's joke. But then on the other hand. Other sources are reporting it though too. So it makes me kind of hesitant. Because they could all be part of the joke. So I'm actually actually lukewarm. About if this is true or not. But if this is true. You know. You know, I have to go with that. Let's go with, uh, yeah. Thank you, Uh The Crow, nineteen ninety four, is my third. This is actually, to be honest with you, I would actually put The Crow as my number one, and I would actually put The Godfather as number two, and then Jaws is number three. From, th- um, but that could actually change within time or whatever. But that's just how I have my tears right now. But it could change. But you know. I think that right now I think it's just easy to say that this probably isn't true because of April Fools. But hey, if they got us, they got us.
1: <laughs> I'm ruined for it to be not true. I'm really ruined for it. Then again, like next week they'll price it, oh yeah, it's not happening or, or whatever. It's like we fought we've again we've gone down this road before, but man, I'm ruined for this to be an April Fools joke. Because this this is just like just leave it alone. Leave it alone. This is why I rarely do
0: movie news on April Fools. But since every uh, people, some everybody's been asking me about this, I figured, hey, why not? Let's try it out. Yeah. And but uh, so now we have go on ahead and let's do some retirement news, not from us, but let's do some retirement news. Uh, first off, let's want to talk about Bruce Willis.
1: Okay.
0: So I wanted to start with him. And I know that he's retiring because of aphasia. Aphasia is actually something that affects his speech. And this also is the reason why I felt like he was, and I want to just apologize to anybody that's going through aphasia and stuff like that too, because of the fact that all this time I've been saying, oh, Bruce has just been phoning it in. I think everybody's been saying that even Kevin Smith had issues with him on the set of Cop Out. But Kevin Smith just recently apologized to Kevin I mean, Kevin Smith just apologized to Bruce Willis for, uh, for being rude to him whenever he didn't know that he was going through this. As a matter of fact, I didn't even know anything about Aphasia until this actually happened. But I even, I'll even i even own up to the fact that I even said, Bruce Willis has been phoning in him for years. I'm ready for him to play not Bruce Willis anymore. I'm ready for him to come back into being the level of actor that I know. And now I feel really bad for saying the things that I said and I even called him a ball bag for asking for more money from Sylvester Stallone because of the fact that when he got after he got off the plane from the Expendables, he wanted more money. And then Sylvester Stallone went on and said, no, you signed your contract uh, for this X amount of money. You don't get any money. Then we're going to go ahead and fly you back out with, to back over to California, wherever you're at. But now I'm actually at that level where like, OK, so it makes sense why he's just playing certain characters the way he's playing it because of the aphasia, because of his uh condition and i just want to say this bruceville is a great actor hudson hawk is actually one of my favorite uh movies the kid is one of my favorite movies die hard is uh the first three die hard movies are actually one of my favorite movies um to watch for action-packed films the first uh, pretty good the, the fourth one has his moments of being good and everything here and there but what i would love to see a nakatami reunion where basically it's the anniversary of nakatami and Bruce Willis once again has to save the world. Heck yeah, sign me up for that ticket. But it's not going to happen now, sadly. If they were ever going to do that, but it makes it breaks my heart to see someone that we know from when you were a kid, when I was a kid, and now he has this condition. And it just breaks my heart to see him go through this. You know,
1: I mean, I just watched one of his uh, like directed DVD videos too, and it's not his fault it wasn't good I think it was a lot of like he, it seemed like he wasn't in it um but yeah I mean it's it's sad it's just like seeing him like go for this and I'm like oh that's uh, that's that's a bummer I really I really liked his a lot of his movies and it was this I mean now you have like John Travolta coming out and like like coming out with his sympathy for it because he worked with him and probably one of, the, one of the ones that really restarted his career again in Pulp Fiction and that's a great Tarantino movie, and, like, he was really good in it, and, um, I mean, there's so much, there's so much good stuff, movies that Bruce Willis has done, and personally, I love the first four Die Hard movies. Yeah, what I wish the fourth one was Peter, are, sure, but I, I, like, the action was great, and got to see Matt and Q, and this, and Bruce Willis doing those, like, one of my was like, oh, yeah, her, Last time I saw her, she she fell down an elevator shaft with an SUV rammed up her ass. But, man, she was smoking hot. Like, this, 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 this that John McLeanism stuff. Sure, was the fifth one bad? Yeah, I saw it in theaters. And it, it, it had its moments. But then again, like, again, Bruce Willis, though, like, he, he, he gave, he's given us so much good stuff. And he has one of the great conversations that I is die hard a christmas movie it's an easy answer for me yes it's a christmas movie yep we can have and, yeah it definitely yeah. is a christmas movie and and some people just a lot of people disagree but that's fine that's the whole point of this even bruce willis had to come out on his roast on the comedy it's not it's not a christmas movie it's a good really good bruce willis movie and and i was really gra- glad to see him out like have him have a roast not in a, like a recent economy central rose. Cause that was funny. um, And seeing all the people out there and like this, how many good friends he's had and how Ed Norton really helped him, like how he's helped out Ed Norton's career about writing a script. And then he's like, Hey man, I want in. And this, that, this, that, and it's just, it's, it's a, it's a bummer because Bruce Willis is just so good. And I really hope he's able to get pu- pull through with this. Cause I don't know how long he's had this. He, I think he was just recently diagnosed. I don't know how long he's had this condition. Right. What? Yeah, but um, I'm, I'm I liked really-
0: him in Looper. Looper was a great yeah. science fiction movie with uh, him and Joseph Gordon lovitz I also liked him in even it was a remake of a Charles Bronson movie. But Death Wish was good. I really and en- I, I said I I enjoyed it. Just to chill, sit back, and relax and watch him kill some people that killed his uh, daughter and uh, and everything too. I mean, I really enjoyed
1: it. I think they killed his wife. His killed daughter. his wife. It's been a while since what? I've seen it. Whatever. I mean, I I saw it years ago. I mean, it was all right. And then again, I think I, I I've seen that movie like so many times. And I think if you want a better version of that, just watch The Punisher. Um, <laughs> honestly, or again, I mean, but yeah, but I mean, a better revenge movie. movies though. He's given yeah he's he's given us so much good stuff. I mean, and a high an underrated movie. I don't know if it's still on Netflix. I just watched recently. It's the Last Boy Scout. That was fun. That was good. I mean, he was good in that, and um, so yeah, he's given us a lot of great, a lot of great content. And I'm really hoping he pulls through with this, and hopefully, it isn't a, a, a like. And hopefully, again, Avi, hopefully he's able to like live a nice, nice couple long life, retiring. I hope he's able to have a good, good time with his family and stuff. Because I think I saw he's like, I think he sold a lot of his property for his family. So I do, I do again. I don't know how serious this. It's a serious disease. I just don't know how. Far along we are with this so i hope i hope he's able to pull through with this because bruce willis was a re- he's a good actor is he gonna win? was he is he good a award no that's not the point of him the point is to have a good time at the movie theater and he, he's definitely given that i mean he's now he's now known with that that great aerosmith song that Bleeds of glory ruined <laughs> which is also a great movie too i think that um um, I forgot the name of that song. I think it was played at the end of Armageddon, I believe.
0: Oh, yeah, I Don't Want to Miss a Thing Yeah, by Aerosmith. Of course yeah. I would know that because Aerosmith is from Boston. So, of course yeah. I
1: would know. Well, but that's I- the song that they played in uh, Blades of Glory when Jimmy McElroy and Chaz Michael Micros are doing their first uh, uh, pair-to-pair matchup. And while they're wearing fire and ice unit hearts and they're playing Don't Want to Miss a Thing while the two of them are doing, like, stuff on the ice – my mom my mom always jokes, like, that. I, every time I think of that song, I always think of Blades of Glory now. Ruins that song. Oh, my
0: gosh. <laughs> if um, you have not seen
1: Blades of Glory, watch it. It's a great sports movie. But, yep, yeah, Bruce Willis is a great actor.
0: I definitely enjoy his performances, even in The Sixth Sense, even though I feel like The Sixth Sense, in a way, is kind of overrated once you actually get past the surprise. Because once you wind up seeing the plot twist, it just, it's you know after you get done viewing it for like the third time, it loses its value to me, in my opinion. But still, overall, he did a great job with that film with uh, Shamani i I thought that he did a really good job with uh, The Sixth Sense whenever it came out. So now we get into our last bit of movie news with Jim Carrey retiring.
1: This one, I don't know. It's hard to tell with Jim Carrey. He says he's fairly serious about retiring. But then again, he kind of like, I don't know. He's like, yeah, maybe, maybe, I don't know. I'm taking a break again. It's, it's, it's the article saying, well, I'm retiring. Yeah, probably. I'm, I'm, I'm being fairly serious. So it depends if the angels bring some sort of script that's written in gold ink and that says to me, that's going to be really important for people. See, I might continue down the road, but he goes, he's taking a break. um, Yeah. He really likes his quiet. I, I really like my quiet life. And, I'm, and, and I really like putting paint on canvases, and I really like my spiritual life, and I'm like, and this is something you might never hear I noticed as as long as time Zix. I have enough. I've done enough. I am enough. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Is he doing it? I don't know. It. it it's hard well, to tell. And, and I feel fun. like
0: he is, in a way, yeah. after Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I think mm-hmm. he wants to take a break, even more of a break, because I don't really feel like he's been in much. Mm-hmm or anything like that but i feel like he's ta- I, I feel like that he's actually being serious especially after this after he went on on abc talking about the events that had happened with will smith mm-hmm. and then also too he was also has some stuff that happened when he was going up against um gu- gun violence and stuff like that when he was going to promote Kick-Ass 2 yeah and i just feel like there's a, maybe a little bit of a backlash with that and then also too Maybe he just figures, you know what? I'm at that age now where I can just make bank. I can just make royalties off of everything that I've ever had and not have to worry about making any more films anymore mm-hmm. and everything. I mean, he gave us some great comedies and Ace Ventura, The Mask. Uh, the list just goes on. Liar Liar was also another one of my favorite ones he's done. Uh like I said, the man is iconic. And also, too, even though people didn't really care for the number 21, I can appreciate what he tried to do with that film and showed us a different level of craziness from Jim Carrey than what we expected. Even, what's that one movie where basically they have to go in through his mind?
1: Well, the eternal, like the internal eternal Scott, sunshine like, the sunshine something, mo- something mine. I think it was him and um, I think it might have been Naomi Watts, I think. Again, I don't quote me on that. I forgot. I, hey, I, I think Kate sure Winslet of- was in it. Oh, yeah. Kate Winslet. Yeah. Yep. I think it's like he's trying to get rid of his like memories of his ex. And it's something like that. Um, I, I've heard of that movie. I think I just can't. Re- like, it's a long title. So it's hard. To, I, I love think- it. Yeah. I mean, yeah,
0: yeah. it's The Eternal Sunshine of the, and the Sunshine Spot of the Sunshine Spots or something like
1: that. Yeah, whatever. It's like, close enough.
0: <laughs> but I have to say, I really like that film a lot. Because of the fact that he gave his dramatic chops, his comedic mm-hmm. chops is highly underrated. Nobody really talks about that film, mm-hmm. but man, I sat there. I mean, maybe a couple of years back, whenever the when it was on Directv, and I ended up watching it. And I'm glad that I did at the time. But yeah, The Mask is always going to be one of my favorites. So too El Gernardo. Um, because of the fact I also own this Mask soundtrack, to the, uh, and a matter of fact, I just bought it for the Rumba beat. Mm. song just so i can actually do that for the talent show at my school and everything and they didn't even pick me for the talent show but still (laughs) (laughs) i think they. i think maybe i was maybe just over the top but you know it just shows to show you how much inspiration that jim carrey had over me in my life and also too he was also in um living color was also his first appearance on and everything too
1: oh yeah and
0: yeah, and of course, he also pissed off Tommy Lee Jones to the point where he wanted to kill him on the Batman set. But, you know, we have some yeah. iconic stuff with Jim Carrey. Jim yeah. Carrey, if he wants to retire now, he's retiring on top of the bank. to be yeah. honest with you. So I have no objection to it, if it is true.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I I don't have objection to it either. I think it's just hard to, like, see think if this is true, because again, we're still on April 1st, so it's kind of hard to, like... Is it happening? Because he's he's a funny guy, so I don't know if he really, he meant to come out on April 1st, because I don't know, because April 1st has known like we, we've we well, gone so many... Yeah, so...
0: If this was Ryan Reynolds and doing this, I wouldn't believe him, because of the fact that it's Ryan Reynolds. He's,
1: but he's, so the, stuff, he's, he's still got so much stuff to do, Ryan Reynolds. I mean, we gotta get right. Deadpool 3, and I think there's gonna be a free guy sequel. There's just right. so much that Ryan Reynolds has left in the tank, and Honestly, I'm all for it. Give me more Ryan Reynolds. Same with Keanu. If if, right, give me more Keanu. It's like honestly, like I'm like the like. I mean, you got Tom Cruise in his late that still doing this stuff, doing like throwing his body on the line. I mean, yeah, again, if 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 you know your time's up, then it's fine. Um, but again, April first is really hard to like really think if this is true or not. Like, so I'm trying to like, I'm okay if it's true. But if it's not true, it wouldn't surprise me because today is still April first. Like I was still shocked when Morbius was coming out April first. Everybody's like, "Is this a joke? Really? Is it? Are we seriously getting Morbius?" I
0: was even thinking that too. I'm like, are they just April fooling me because of the fact that I've been waiting for that movie for a while and now I'm kind of nervous about it. But we'll talk about that whenever I do my movie movie review with Alex on Monday. But um,
1: make a lot of money though. I think it, it cost a little bit less than Venom, and Venom got negative reviews, but then again, that had still had a like good fame I think it was projected to mean the 50 million range.
0: The thing was that sweet- makes me hesitant with uh this movie is the runtime. only the because Venom, the very first Venom movie was two hours long. Yeah. And even though he was introduced in the third Spider-Man, he we already got introduced to that character. This is a character, unless you read the comics, unless you know who Morbius is, to the average uh, moviegoer, you're not going to know who Morbius is. And it only clocks in an hour and 45 minutes tops. And that movie needs to be longer than an hour and 45 minutes. That's what is going up against it for me right now as to where I'm kind of hesitant with it. Am I excited? Yeah, I'm still excited, but at the same time, I'm just kind of hesitant right now. Because there's that red flag. The embargo is another red flag for me but i'm still gonna go in and see it i'm still if i want and i'll let you guys know what i think of it whenever i see it on monday
1: but you
0: yeah. know honestly um, if
1: i had to choose between morbius or ambulance that i rather see in theaters all right now i'm, I'm with ambulance because i know i'm gonna get it's a michael bay movie um but again that's just if i'm had to choose between which two i I'd rather see in theaters i i gotta go ambulance because that just I don't know, that just looks so intense, and I'm like, I gotta see this.
0: And it's very different from what Michael Bay normally does, though, too. So that's something that I would like to see.
1: Yeah, and I think I watched the featurette, and you guys, if you're expecting some Michael Bay explosions, yeah, you're gonna get some Michael Bay explosions. Because of course you gotta get a Michael Bay explosion. And spinning camera angles.
0: (laughs) <laughs> but, yeah. but
1: yeah you'll, you'll get that too i think mean, you see like like on one of the latest trailers you see the camera angle go zoom on on this huge building and then it goes right down like classic michael bay style i'm like okay but then again i like and J- hall and i think he's just that he's just that type of actor and i think yeah and but it's a good featurette if you're looking for like something like to get you kind of a little bit like i heard some decent fans of it so if you if you like michael bay you're probably gonna like this movie but then again that's just me <laughs>
0: All right. Well, with that being said, guys, I think that's going to be it as far as the show goes and everything. Uh, th- thank you, Charlie, for joining me and doing the news reports. I do appreciate that yep. as always. Um, thank you, um, Jaro, for uh, joining us in the live chat. I do, we do appreciate that. Matter of fact, if you want to go ahead, go over to uh, our YouTube channel. Don't forget to like, don't forget to subscribe and comment below. We just dropped our Moon Knight uh, movie, well, our Moon Knight episode one review last night. Well, not last night, but today. So go on and check that out. I also have some Pennywise news that dropped about a prequel um, coming up on HBO Max about a prequel show. So go on and check that out. We have plenty of stuff here at Movie Love Tonight for you guys to enjoy for your enjoyment. But if you can't watch us live sometimes, we do have an audio only podcast that you guys can get down on Good Pods, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And all those good places that you can actually rate us and also to leave us comments. Go over to Good Pods. Good Pods is actually a place where it's basically social media for us as podcasters or if someone that likes to listen to podcasts, go on ahead, rate us over there. Tell us what you think about a, each individual episode if you choose to listen to several other uh, episodes that we have. Another thing, too, is. What's I'm excited about the new It series, though, too, Al Joro, To be honest with you, I'm 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 so excited. I'm pumped up for that because they can do so much stuff. Like maybe they can do some Dark Tower stuff with it. Maybe it could actually be something more than just It. But Bell Scarsgard is hands down to me. I I loved Tim Curry for what he did with it, but I like how Bell was able to give you the innocence of the clown. They lure the kids in there, and then whenever you least expect it, when those eyes are glowing, that's when you need to actually run. But still, I think that's actually a smart move because I even said this with the Castle Rock series that they needed to go ahead and they needed to go and capitalize on the Castle Rock series at the time because they can actually make a prequel series out of it and make it a whole entire thing with it. But they chose not to do that and they cancelled the series. Now HBO Max has Welcome to Dairy so that's actually something that I'm excited about. I can't wait to see what they have in store for us with that. But anyways, if you want to go ahead go ahead and check us out on on the audio podcast and stuff like that. Rate individual episodes and tell us what you think over there on Good Pods. Of course if you want to donate to this page or anything like that, all you have to do is go over to www. And go, www. go buy me a coffee.com forward slash movie lovers that's how you can donate five to ten dollars over there then of course going ahead follow us on tiktok at movie lovers unit zero and then movie lovers unit on twitter and that's everywhere that you can reach us or reach out to us at of course if you want to be on the show if you're a sponsor go on ahead reach out to us by emailing us at unite at gmail.com and that's everywhere that you guys can go ahead and follow us at And that's going to be it for the show. And always until next time, guys, it's been real. It's been fun. And I can't wait to do this again. And bye-bye.